You are listening to the Adults on Disney podcast. This is a special bonus episode. Today, we're talking shit about dead parents and Disney. Hey everybody, Shamrock here. Welcome to the Adults on Disney podcast. If this is your first time listening, thanks so much for coming. If not, welcome back to this shit show. Adults on Disney is produced every other Tuesday for your enjoyment. An audiogram will be available via YouTube for my deaf and hard of hearing audience or anyone who wants captions. I hope you come back often. Now let's do this. This is a special bonus episode, Dead Parents and Disney. This is your host, Shamrock. I have my buddy Kevin joining me today so we can talk some shit about Walterations. This is where parents were dead, absent, or inattentive, and maternal figures are either killed, captured, or replaced by a wicked stepmother. If anybody's listened to Bambi already, my buddy Allison was like hardcore driven for me to find out why the parents get killed or the moms or whatever get bumped off in most of the Disney movies or why parents are absent or whatever. So I did research on that and we're going to definitely touch base on all of that stuff. This is for my girl. She was curious. I was also curious because, you know. Snow White has no parents. Right. Uh, Pinocchio just has Geppetto. <laughs> right. But, I mean, he was kind of created so he doesn't have. Right. Beauty and the usual. Beast. The usual parents. Um, Beauty and the Beast only has her dad. Yeah. Jasmine then, only has her dad. Pocahontas only has her dad. Dumbo, Ariel only has her dad. I, I was trying to think of this one. I was like, Dumbo has his mom. Bambi was doing good. It, he had, his parents were there. They were going to make it through almost the entire movie. And then they said, uh, we need to get rid of one of these. Yep. You know, because tragedy um, is a great plot point. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So why do the parents die? It's been going on for over 80 years with Disney movies. And kind of how we talked about, there's, you know, a lot of different Disney movies. We barely broke the surface with all of these different ones where there's the single parent, whether it's just the mom or just the dad, or they don't have either parents. But in most situations, the mom or the maternal figure if they aren't absent from the very beginning, as the movie progresses, they're either killed or they're captured, or if they die, then they're replaced by an evil stepmother or wicked stepmother, whatever the hell you want to call it. You got I, more the, air yeah, quotations. The, the air quotes are on point today. <laughs> but it's a good tactic if you think about it, because if they end up killing off a parent or parents in the beginning of the movie or even start the movie where they only have one parent, it catches you quickly. Mm -hmm. Like you're almost instantly engaged. You kind of have that sympathy where you feel sorry for the character. You know, they're usually very young. Like they're the victim of this trauma. So you already are like in support of the protagonist. Like, whoever the main character is, like, you jump right on that bandwagon and you're behind them because they're already at a disadvantage. Exactly. <laughs> so somebody once told me about story making is 
you have to start your story somewhere. And in a lot of these stories, if you were to start it back when they had their parents, life is just peachy. Everything is moving along great. Right. Cinderella, case in point. Everything's great. But if you want to tell an interesting story, you get to the part where something happens. Tragic. Yeah, so parents die. And now she's put into this position where you have to sit there and be like, what's she going to do? How is she going to get out of this? How are things going to get better? So it gives you something. So that's usually where you have to look at these is they're just trying to tell an interesting story. Right. And how are you going to do that? Right. And a lot Kill of somebody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot of times it's just easier to sit there and be like, um, let's get rid of this person or leave right. this person alone. Because if we were looking at Aladdin, if Jasmine's mom is still alive, she probably smacks the sultan upside the head and being like, you're an idiot. Let, <laughs> let our daughter marry whoever the hell you want. Right, right. And then there's no good story. You're, right. Oh, she's there's like, no street She rat. kicks Jafar out way beforehand. You know, right. Uh, and no drama the, the with him. The mom will be like. I don't trust him. Get him out of here. He's like, you're an idiot. You're only the sultan because you're the guy. But we all know right. who's in charge here, right? I love that movie where it's like, yeah, the, the man is the head of the house, but the wife is the neck. And she moves the head whichever way she wants. That's neither here nor there. Because it could work in any relationship situation with the dominant or whatever. Yeah, I mean, like you were saying, that is the typical story breakdown. Is there's the main character. There's something that happens. It's usually all good in the beginning. As they're going along, something happens. Bad, whatever. And that's kind of like the peak of the story. Yeah. And then they have to get over whatever that situation is or fix it or what have you. And then, yay, happy ending. And then we're done. Unless it's a scary movie and then there's never happy endings. There's never happy endings. Yeah. If <laughs> Not you, always. If you don't kill off Mufasa, then Scar never does anything and Mufasa takes care of everything. And the, right, right, right. And the Pride Lands just stay perfect and happy forever. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, I mean, there there's a lot of reasons why they kill off the parents and stuff a lot of what you've touched on you know the connection they want you to immediately make with the main characters the fact that if you did end up putting a mama figure in there like things would easily get taken care of they also think that the reason the mother mostly significantly is missing is because of the guilt that walt felt when He did Snow White, and he made so much money, and he bought his parents a house. And apparently their furnace was leaking, and both of them ended up passing out. And the husband survived, but the wife didn't. So he felt responsible for killing his mother because he bought the house. Yes. Which is unfortunate. I mean, it's really sad to hold that type of heavy weight um, with you, but a lot of animators or different people that they interviewed they thought that that was possibly why he ended up doing that but historically if you think about it him killing off the mothers isn't really a thing like after doing it's not anything i thought about actually until i started doing my research but if you think about all the stories all of the disney movies not all of them a lot of them are based off of old like centuries old fairy tales yes so you're talking about stuff by the Grimm brothers and you're talking about stuff by hans christian anderson and things like that yes cinderella already had stepmother in place right right so 
That so, wasn't a Walteration. <laughs> right. A, did you say a Walteration? Walt creation. Oh, oh. Walteration was great. <laughs> Damn. I thought you said that. Trademark I was like, that. man. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Registered. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. So, yeah, there weren't any Walterations. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty fabulous. But in this situation, like all of these stories already had those themes mm -hmm. where either there was just the father or just the mother or what have you, or there was a step parent involved. And it was because with these traditional fairy tales, um, it just had the traditional customs and values and things from the time periods. Mm -hmm. So during like the medieval area, the medieval area, the fucking, <laughs> the medieval era, you know, up until like medieval the times, <laughs> the medieval times. Wait, are we talking about going to get some food? Um, during this medieval period and into like the early 20th century, women died frequently in childbirth. It was just the thing. You know, whether it had to do with complications or the fact of, like, hospitals or modern medicine and all of that kind of stuff, a lot of women died in childbirth. It yeah. just it just happened. Childbirth's so, not easy. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I know from experience, but... <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. There's a lot that can go wrong. So, I mean, it was just part of life. And these storytellers were basically just writing stories about regular life i mean obviously there's a little bit of magic here and a magic there but in general it was based off of things that they knew or were familiar with and that was the moms not always survived they weren't always part of the equation so there was a lot of single parents and in the instances where the moms did die in childbirth the men would generally marry not very long after I mean, if you think about the Next time period, <laughs> if you think about the time period, the woman was the head of the house, like in regards to making sure the kids were taken care of, making sure the household was taken care of. And the man was generally away on business or taking care of things outside of the home. So he kind of needed that figure in place so they married early on or early after the you know the wife would pass away and so but the thing is is the way that these stories did it is if they ended up remarrying the good mother would die at the beginning of the story and then they'd get replaced by a monster <laughs> so some kind of wicked stepmother evil stepmother what have you like snow white like cinderella um, you think of Tangled. I mean, that's a little bit different, but Tangled still has her parents. She still Good has job, Rapunzel. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't kill you. <laughs> but I mean, like, she had that yeah. that figure Mother Gothel. in place. Yeah, it was. Very, so very she evil. had a guardian that was evil in place. That's a terrible example. I'm gonna I'll cut it from the podcast. I'll give you time. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of times, these fairy tales they would legitimately just kill off the parents in order to teach some kind of moral lesson or to kind of help guide them like through adulthood, through life, through changes and all of that kind of stuff. And a lot of these fairy tales Disney adapted, he did his Walterations. God, it's so fucking cool. I thought you made that up. Oh, you helped me. You helped me make yeah. it. So he did that, obviously cutting out a lot of the blood and the gore and all of that kind of stuff. Like 
you know, Snow White's mother, stepmother dying, like, with her iron shoes and the yeah. coals or whatever, or Bambi and his mom's pool of blood. And, like, he cut out the yeah. things that were not as appropriate. So he made these Got changes. Got the point across, just didn't need to right, go graphically. Right, right. Yeah, did not have to do the graphic. And so he altered this, and I found all of this when I was Googling stuff, so... You know, I'm actually going to quote. <laughs> it basically would be a youthful protagonist is forced to venture into the world alone. Without parental guidance and protection, the character learns the lessons necessary to overcome obstacles and eventually succeeds in the face of adversity. This is the coming of age setup. It's a parable. It is possible to survive and flourish in the real world without parental intervention. So that was basically the gist of most of the stories, most of the adaptations that Disney did with the different movies, is basically proving the point that you can still make it despite all of the bad that happens or that you go through. In some of these, I think it's almost like giving our young protagonist a push Mm-hmm. Exactly. say, nope, you gotta grow up and move on or take over. You need to do what you're supposed get to do. Get up off your ass. There you go. <laughs> and let's get to work. Yeah. So, so like I said, I don't think Simba does shit <laughs> if, if his dad keeps running around right. taking care of everything. So. Well, and that's a, that's a great you know. example. I mean, if you think both of them, I mean, there's so many connections between The Lion King and Bambi. But looking at both of them, so like you said, The Lion King, Simba, he's this child. He's like, I can't wait to be king. I'm going to yeah. be doing this. I'm going to do Like, he's got all these youthful aspirations, living carefree or whatever. Yeah. His dad dies. His mom is basically being controlled by the uncle. Like, they're all forced. All the female lions are forced into, you know, this area of control. So he doesn't have to grow up and take responsibility and step into that king position until he's forced to because of all of the different events that lead to that. And it's the same thing with Bambi. He's the young prince, but his mom dies. So he has to kind of find and acquire those survival skills, just like Simba, mm -hmm. in order to be able to thrive in whatever environment that they're in. And then they, these are all of those different steps that they wouldn't have taken if their mother was there. Yeah. Because I feel like... In a lot of situations, the mother, they're, I don't want to say the hovering type, but they're just like, oh, you know, that's okay. Like, you think about the boys. They're no the, offense. The, the, the ones protector, that, they take care of yes, everything. Yes, they take care of everything. And yeah. I was going to say in those instances where, like, the 35-year-old guy lives oh. in his mother's basement, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's yeah. like... The mom's just taking care of her son. You it's know? easy. Like, she just makes me dinner all the time. Right. Yeah, all like, like yeah. you know, if something in that scenario where everybody always makes fun of it in that way, if the mom ended up dying, like, what is this guy going to do? He can't stay living in the basement. He's going to have to go get a job. He's going to have to, like, find out a way to feed himself and, like, cook or whatever. Like, get I'm your probably. Get shit figured out, man. Right. Come you on. have to get your shit figured out. 
I'll probably cut out a lot of that. I don't want to offend any of the people listening that are 35 years old living in their mama's basements. But <laughs> If it works, it works. Okay, yeah. <laughs> living in their mama's basements in Spurgeon, Detroit. <laughs> Named Chuck. <laughs> I totally fucked up that quote. Oh, my God. But anyway... So, like, you know, like we were saying is that if Bambi or Simba never lost their parent, they probably wouldn't have got to the point in their life that they did Mm -hmm. on their own. You know, like, having this traumatic event happen to them, like you said, it gave them that push. It does make you question, though, all of these different situations. Like, are they saying that the moms or, like, the maternal characters are, like, this wall that prevents, you know, these kids from being able to, like, get this strength and grow and all of that other stuff. Like, I'm sorry, are we stunting our children? <laughs> Is that what you're telling me? If you, take, if you do everything for them type thing. Right. You know, I mean, and I understand learn. that, which Bryce pushes on me a lot. Like, gotta give Rowan her independence. I'm like, no, <laughs> that's my baby. <laughs> She's not a baby. So that's the argument. It's always going to be your baby. But, I mean, it does, it does, you know, bother me a little bit because in a lot of situations, if you throw out the past, the mm. fact that women died in childbirth and all of that stuff and everything else, the way that women are described is it's like they're expendable. It's like you're here to give birth to the future, And then we don't need you anymore. You can move along. (laughs) You can be gone. You can die. (laughs) Like, you... It was funny, because what did it say when I was doing my research? It says, um... They've fulfilled their procreative and sexual purposes. (laughs) And so now you're done. (laughs) In the Dark Ages, women were treated terribly. Pretty much like that, that you had a job. In the Dark Ages. (laughs) Are we going to have an argument right now? Oh, damn. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Uh, We've come a long way since then and realized, oh, damn, they're pretty good. We've come a ways. Okay, yeah. Still, women are pretty good. Yes. I mean, I don't want to live without them, so. Uh No, I'm totally giving you a hard time. I know. Thank you. Yeah. That's Uh, what you're here for. Wait. I'm here for procreative and sexual purposes. (laughs) You're you're here to give me a hard time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's what I'm making (laughs) sure. I'm like, wait. Wait a second. Did we just backpedal with what we were talking about? (laughs) Okay, good. We're on the same page. Now get back in the kitchen. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's what Bryce says. He's like, like, I love you so much. Go make me a sandwich. (laughs) Excuse me, motherfucker. (laughs) What did you say? He's like, but you're so pretty. (laughs) I do not have the balls to actually mean that. (laughs) We're all just playing or whatever. But um, there is some good that comes out of these, though. Uh, The animals are pretty good at keeping their their moms around. So, like, 101 Dalmatians, they do a good job. Oh, right, right, right. And if you look at Lady and the Tramp... You'll have to go to Lady than Tramp, too, but see. Scam- Did you research the same shit I researched, scam- scam- or are you just smart? <laughs> no, I just I just always knew these animal ones. Oh, okay, so okay. I, I always just thought it was funny. I was like, the animal ones. And I was been trying to, I meant to rewatch the Aristocats, but I was pretty sure the Aristocats, you could almost say they don't start with the parent, but O'Malley does a good job of. They have the mom, Duchess. Yeah, so mm-hmm. mom's there. So you get to have mom, which is right, really right, cool. Right. I always thought that was cool. She's and there. then the stepdad, yeah. Yeah, and then O'Malley comes in as a positive step parent. So. Right, right. So 
The animal ones do a good job. Are there a lot of Disney movies where there's a stepdad? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, that's the... Like, starting to think about it, I feel like O'Malley's the first stepdad I can think about. He might be. But it's interesting that you touched on those different movies, because those are actually ones that came up when I was doing my research, is the fact that there's not always an evil stepmother, there's Mm. not always the kids, like, without the parents or whatever. Like you were saying, Bambi, like, ends up having both parents... You think Moana, she's got both parents. Yeah, like, so we said Tangled already. Right, she's got both parents, she just doesn't get to be with them. And Sleeping Beauty. Right, she's got both parents. You think about these different characters, and then you mention, like, 101 Dalmatians. So, Purdy and Pongo, they end up adopting a whole bunch of puppies. Yeah. (laughs) Like, 80-something, 86 puppies, there you go. I'm I'm not the because i think they had 15 themselves so. they did yeah. they had 15 15 puppies yeah. but um that poor purdy i know so she ended up adopting all of those she's not an evil stepmother like yeah. she wanted to save them i would call them foster parents then but <laughs> right, 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 right. No, i mean they had a dalmatian plantation yeah. <laughs> a dalmatian plantation mm-hmm. you know and you think about in that situation you think like you said in lady and the tramp not that it was step families or anything like that, but Tramp came from a bad background. He didn't have family or whatever. He yeah. got adopted. Yeah. He ended up having parents. So, you and know. Then he became a parent. That's... Right. And then he became a parent. And so it's pretty cool when you think about it. But some people can also say that in a lot of situations, Disney, they could have made their Walterations. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We're so trademarking I know, that. trademark it. Oh my he God. could have made it to where he could have altered the stories and brought about the parents. You know, instead of going forward with Ariel and her not having a mom, like, he could have given them parents, you yeah, know? Yeah, there's actually no reason why... Ariel couldn't have a mom. It, it doesn't. Right. It actually wouldn't have affected the story too much. No, it wouldn't have. Unless she was controlling. I the mean, Triton, the mom. I the mom could have been like Triton. Stop. Give her nice. some space. <laughs> you know, like or whatever. It's just a phase. Yeah. If she likes the prince, it's fine. She'll find a merman. You know, yeah. like the the mom might have been like the one that kept his anger in check. The voice of she wouldn't reason? have ran away to the witch. Yeah. The voice <laughs> if the of mom reason. was there, she yeah. would have been the voice of reason. She would have ran to mom and been like, mom, dad's being a jerk. Right, right. I'll and then talk mom would have been over there and been like, man, you better shape your shit up, man. <laughs> right? But yeah, he could have made those changes in order to adapt it. But in the same sense, a lot of things that I was reading is that right now, people are more divorced than they are married. Or, and you know, and a lot of people right now are also choosing to stay single. Mm-hmm. You know, people are not choosing to follow through with the traditional getting the piece of paper to show that we're together. People are just either being together or, you know, having those committed relationships yeah. or not. The nuclear family of, you know, mom and dad and child and everybody just being hunky dory and. Right. That's definitely on. something from yeah. 80 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, there's definitely those people who are lucky enough to have those, you know, solid relationships and and things like that. But Disney also wants to have all of their stuff be relatable. So there are lots of kids out in that world that are orphaned. There's lots of people that have single parents, whether it was something that was trauma, whatever. Something happened. 
they wanted to be relatable. And so in different situations, they just wanted to keep up with the times. Yeah. Well, and it gives a good positive message. Like it gives hope to those people that, man, maybe you are in a terrible situation with a wicked stepmother and stuff like that. But there is you know, light at the end th of the tunnel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that maybe hope. maybe something's gonna happen, and, and you know your your life could be better or something, or that right. orphan. Maybe you will find a family or something that takes care of you. Right. Another reason that they thought that a lot of the parents end up getting killed in the story is because if you think about most Disney movies, they're only about an hour to an hour and a half, maybe. You know, I mean, you think Dumbo was uh, an hour and three minutes or something yeah, like that. Just over the allotted time to make yeah, it a feature Yeah, it length. was like very, very close. And so a lot of times, because Disney's movies are always about growing up and that day where you have to like step up and accept responsibility it's a lot easier to push like we talked about that character into that realm of all right now you got to grow up now you got to be responsible is if you end up taking out a parent or taking out both parents you know you think about Belle, like she pretty much takes care of her father mm -hmm. you know she's like the parent you know bambi that whole situation we talked about you know they also have it to where they try to make it relatable. Like there's a lot of kids that have gone through these traumatic experiences and they can relate to the characters in the mm -hmm. film and see, like we talked about, like they overcame this and succeeded. Not saying that you will become a prince or a princess yeah. or whatever, but like something that difficult and emotional and all of that stuff, you can get through it, which I mean, is great. It helps people with their grief, it, you know, and with them killing off the parents, it also helps give that character like a goal. It helps them along their journey, which is all stuff that we've, you know, pretty much talked on. And with Disney, all of their movies, a lot of them are about conflict and they're about problem solving and keeping it short, bumping off the parents. It makes it to where if they get into conflict, like we were talking about, the parents would bail them out, yeah, you know, or they wouldn't have got into the conflict in the first place. Like we were saying about Ariel, she wouldn't have gone to the fucking witch if her dad didn't piss her off, you exactly, know, like yeah. if the mom was there to reason, like. So what you're saying is, so when the writers are writing this story and they get to a spot and they're like, shit, I don't know what to do next. I, right, you know, I got writer's block. Right. Uh, Let's just kill off a parent. Kill a parent. That will solve the problem and I'm, get us moving along in the right direction. Well, it does. But I mean, because if you think about it, think about the Jungle Book. Yeah. If Mowgli had his parents. There's no Jungle there's Book. There's no Jungle Book. If <laughs> Tarzan with, had his parents, there would be no Tarzan. It like, would be Swiss Family Robinson. The Swiss Family Robinson, right? That's, that's, what, it, be. that's what it would turn We already into. have that movie. Yeah, <laughs> so there would be no additional movie. You know, like, or in the case of the Sword in the Stone, Arthur, yeah. he would have his parents. He obviously would know that he was king. Mm -hmm. You know, like, he didn't know his parents were royalty. He was an orphan. Yeah, like, he was just doing his thing and yeah then... so in that instance like he wouldn't have gone through everything he went through that was a good one deep cut on sword of the stone i oh, like that it's because i researched Pe it people gotta <laughs> people gotta give that movie some love i'm sorry we will get there okay. we will get there it's coming up like we were saying if parents were there it would have changed the whole progress 
of any of the stories because parents are going to try and fix the problems for their kids. They're going to do whatever in their power to help them. And if you think about all of these kids, I mean, you know, besides Pinocchio, like most parents aren't going to let their kids go off on some unsupervised adventure. It's like, well, who are you going with? When are you to be back? Yeah. Like, do you have your phone? Take your phone with you so I can call you so I can find out where you are. <laughs> do I know the people that you're going with? Who's going with you? Pleasure <laughs> Island does not sound like a place for our child. Right, exactly, exactly. You're not going. <laughs> so, I mean, if you think about it, these kids wouldn't be in these situations because the parents would do their job parenting. Yeah. And so killing people off makes it to where they go on these adventures so, you so know? you're saying if peter pan had his parents he's not peter pan is that what you're going he's for? not <laughs> he's yes not. exactly he doesn't do anything he's a lost boy he's he wouldn't no be a fucking lost. lost boy there is no peter pan they wouldn't have they wouldn't kidnap wendy to exactly. be their mother which is so funny because that was one of the movies i had an argument about this one a long time ago with a yeah. friend because we were kind of on this kick and i'm like well you know, Wendy and John and Michael all have their parents. You know, right, right, right. I don't know what she sees in the dad, though, because he's a complete idiot. <laughs> That's for another time. But right, right, I was right. like, they have their parents, but then it's like, well, the movie's about Peter Pan, and right. he doesn't have his parents. No, Whatever happened to that? So, yeah. You know. I mean, and it is. Gosh, I was thinking of something that was really good in relation to that, and I completely forgot what it was. Sorry. But no, 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 no. Don't apologize. I mean, no, that's all, those are all really good points. You know, you talk about Peter Pan and what else were we talking about before that? Everything. I have no idea. You said Peter Pan. What was right before Peter Pan? I knew it has something to do with that. But that's okay. It's okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about these kids going on unsupervised <laughs> adventures and it was just, I was thinking, oh, I was thinking of Frozen. Oh. So yeah, it made me think of Frozen because both of their parents <laughs> ended up dying. And if you think about it, if their parents didn't die, Elsa wouldn't have been queen. She wouldn't have been freaking out about her powers. She wouldn't have disappeared into the North Mountain. The sister wouldn't have gone after her yeah. with wolves they and jumping just, off cliffs They would have just grown stuff. up as a royal family and been Right, like, exactly. Cool. And then in Frozen 2, they end up trying to go to Holland. I'm going to give you that one. Out to Holland. I've only seen Frozen um, 2 once, so. You need to watch it again. No. Now. No. Yes, it's great. <laughs> they go to Atta Holland because Elsa wants to find out more about herself. And then she finds out about her parents. Which, if her parents were alive, they would have fucking told her. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it just defeats everything that they did. Yeah. Nothing, everything nothing they did. would have happened in Arendelle. They would have just kept going. Exactly. Elsa would have been locked up in her room, you know, like, don't feel, don't, whatever, like, that whole thing. She's the redheaded stepchild. Red? <laughs> just kidding. But, but she, um, yeah, yeah, she just, the monster that's locked away in the deepest, darkest dungeon. Right, right, oh, I'm right. Sorry. I'm taking this in the wrong spot. I love but, Frozen. Frozen yes. 1's great. No, it is great. But, I mean, overall, when you think about it, these young characters, because most of them are really young. We're not talking about 30-year-old characters here, mm. like, ready to live their lives. Yeah. Not even Quasimodo is really that old, if you think about no. it. So. No, he's it, not. And if they don't kill his mom. Right, you know? exactly. And it's exactly right. If Frollo didn't run her down and mm. she didn't die, he wouldn't have felt the guilt from the priest 
to not kill Quasimodo. So Quasimodo would have died and there wouldn't have been any story. (laughs) He wouldn't have lived in the bell tower. He wouldn't have been the bell ringer. So yeah, like there's all of these things that just, what do you call it when it's, it's like a snowball. I can't think of what the other thing. Just gets it rolling. There's another word I was thinking of, but basically the snowball effect. And in these situations, all of these young people, it's so much easier for generations to relate to them or to aspire to them because in all of these situations, these characters end up having a bit more power. They're a bit stronger, whether Mm. that's in their mental faculties or just their spirit. They just have that tough type of attitude. I mean, Moana has both of her parents, but her grandma was this extremely significant character in her life. Mm -hmm. So she lost her grandmother and that's when she had to go out and save basically the world. (laughs) That was Disney here in this. Everybody says all we do is kill off parents. Right. We're going to take out the grandma. (laughs) Sorry, grandma. She's old. She's dying. You're out of here. (laughs) But I mean, it was the same kind of thing. It pushed her to go out onto the ocean to find Maui. (laughs) She did the journey and she, you know, did all that stuff. So these young people, what is she, 15, 16, maybe they just get the strength and this power and, you know, like you want that for yourself when you're watching those things. And I think that's probably a great motivating factor is that so many young people want to be able to just make decisions for themselves, you know, to make their own choices and be independent and feel responsible and all this. I mean, it fucking sucks being an adult when you have to adult and pay bills and shit. But at the same time, being able to make your own decisions. Rowan got money for Christmas and we went to the store And I had her go like, okay, you have this much money. You need to look at the prices and see what you can buy. Like you don't want to go over. You have to think about taxes. So she found something and it was like way under the amount that she had. And so I was like, okay. I was like, you have to go to the register. You have to, you know, put it there for the lady to scan it and give her your money and she'll give your money back. And she just felt so responsible She felt so powerful being able to have her own money to decide on what she wanted to buy versus me being like, well, if you want me to buy something, you can pick this or pick that or whatever. Or begging for it or... Right, exactly. And then she was able to go. Well, yeah, exactly. And she was able to go herself and do like an adult thing. By having an interaction with a cashier. Exactly. And she just, she felt so, like, grown up after that. And I feel like that's what they do in Disney movies. Yeah, you they know? teach you. Except I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> stay alive, all right? Just stay alive. I know, I need uh, to crank out yeah. more episodes. There you go. No, I feel the same way with my youngest. Um, you know, he he's one of those ones where he's like, can I have this? You know, we're at the store. And he's like, I'll just, you know, I'll, get, I'll pay you back when we get home. And it's like. I don't know if you have the money for that type <laughs> thing. Like, I don't think you understand the, how much it is. So we tried to do that where we we're like, come to the store with your money. Right. And it's a good lesson to teach kids just to, mm-hmm. to, to be themselves and stuff and like that. And it gives them that power, yeah, which is so what they want. There you go. Disney movies are about empowering the young. Yes, exactly. 
Exactly, and helping them on their journey to adulthood and all that yeah. shit. <laughs> you're entertaining, right? <laughs> Little do you know that while you're being entertained, you are actually going to pick up some good you know, life lessons. And right, stuff. right. Which is what's amazing about Disney. They not only give you great animation, they give you great music, there's usually a great story, and there's always something that you can take away from it. Yeah. Which is fabulous. Which is why I love Disney so much. As much as I talk shit about them, they make me happy. <laughs> they make you feel golden. No. Yes, yes. The golden age of Disney is fun. The golden age of Disney is something that everybody is aware of. Everybody has some knowledge of. I mean, it's worth watching those movies. Mm-hmm. Understand it. The nostalgia of them. Yeah. Knowing that they're the ones that started everything. Yeah. And it's just crazy to think that here we are, 80 plus years, every one of those movies, 41 was the last year, all of them are 80 years old or older, and people, oh damn it, <laughs> but people are still finding them, still watching them for the first time. Even still now, bringing yeah. them into their lives, understanding them. I know, I apologize for them. spoilers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's an 80-year-old spoiler. Uh, <laughs> shit, you mean Bambi's mom? Bambi's mom dies? <laughs> They're all, yeah. This is sad, I had no idea. Right, yeah, right, Way right. to ruin that one. I know, Jeez. I know, I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, they're definitely yeah. worth checking out because they're the original. <laughs> they're the original ones that started everything, and they still have great animation, great music, you know, great story. History behind them is just fascinating as well. So. Right, where they originated from, you know, even years before that because... Mm-hmm. Like Pinocchio and Snow White, like all of those stories were 100 years prior to when they did the films, you know? Like, it's just insane how we can still learn so much from things that are so old. Yeah. I am really glad that you did this with me. It was uh, a great, um, great conversation, great points. I'm glad we could break them down. It's really been... Talk some more shit about all of them. (laughs) Being a guest on your podcast has been a lot of fun because these last couple months, it's given me a new perspective on some of these things. I've learned a lot of different things. And it's just been a a joy to rediscover these movies or give them a little bit more time than, you know... Look at them in a different light. Exactly. Which is what I kind of hope. Because it's definitely different looking at them and watching them as a child than watching them as an adult and catching things that you don't normally see. Exactly. I don't have much to post to social media regarding these other than some factual images I found where, you know, it kind of gives you a brief overview of different movies where the parents are absent adopted or step parents, you know, and then another situation where a parent's like killed or captured or you know what have you so i'll post those i always try to post different little tidbits of things images and videos and whatnot but that's pretty much all i got and i am glad that we were able to do this and i'm so excited to start working on season two season two it's called wartime package age oh you're talking all like the three caballeros and saludos exactly, amigos. Yes, exactly. you're right 
Victory through air this... power, which was impossible to find. <laughs> the crazy movies that most people haven't mm-hmm. really seen or heard of. Song of the South. Yes. Make Mine Music. So, yeah, it's the uh, season two. We're going to be jumping right into be deep. the wartime package age. It's not very long. Once we get out of the wartime package age, it gets big. It just gets better from there. Yeah, exactly, because <laughs> the Dark Age isn't that bad. Really. No, it's not. It's not. It's not <laughs> terrible at this all. This wartime one, though, good luck. It's, yeah. yeah. That's, that's the tough subject matter there. Yeah, but we'll definitely dive in, have some enjoyment, talk some shit. But yeah, I hope you uh, stick around for season two. And yeah, I'm good. You good? (laughs) I'm so good. Thank you. (laughs) Disney is fun. Talking Uh shit about Disney is fun. But talking good shit about Disney is even more fun. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And um, yeah, I'm glad we were able to end this on a good note. That was a special bonus episode. I hope you enjoyed that. I'd love to hear your thoughts and how that discussion made you feel. You can email me at adultsondisney at gmail.com, comment on our Facebook page, Adults on Disney Podcast, or message me on Instagram, Adults on Dis Podcast. All right, this is Shamrock. Peace.